Welcome to The Mortgage Life, a space for down-to-earth conversations about how mortgages contribute to your life. Well, that sounds canned and maybe a little boring. What? There are so many parts to the mortgage industry and real estate finance we can explore and share with our listeners. Okay, you're right. You're right, Mindy. Our goal is to help secure our clients' financial future. I'm Pete Salamosi. I'm Mindy Bodwin. And I'm Sue Salamosi. We're your hosts. Welcome to The Mortgage Life. Well, it's April. Easter is behind us. Summer is ahead of us. And I don't know about you guys, but um, this is a big transition time for me. So we thought, why not take the time to chat a bit about what's going on in our lives? Um, For me, real estate, uh, and just kind of get a better sense of, of who we are. I think there's a lot of cool things on the horizon for this year. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Absolutely. And snow has melted. So maybe I'll start and I'll say that uh, for me, it's all about that de Christmasification. Uh, is that a word? Christmasification. Just, okay. Yeah. Do you winterize it? Do you winterize it? So <laughs> it's all about taking stuff down. So uh, we leave our Christmas lights on throughout the winter. And one of the things that I always think of at this time of year is uh, taking down the Christmas stuff and getting the house ready for the spring and summer. You, you don't want to climb in the winter I when there's snow out. And I, I, don't. I don't quite understand it. I won't go up there myself. <laughs> Make sure you've got your harness. Exactly. So I always think of, okay, springtime, be careful, uh, get your ladder out and you know, harness safety is always number one. Uh, but I think of this as a really good opportunity to get your, get to know your neighbors because a lot of times we, we find that, um, you know, we, we will help each other out. So, uh, again, for me, springtime is, uh, get to know the neighbors, ask for a little bit of help, provide a little bit of help, uh, always have a spotter. So taking those lights down, have a spotter. Um, one of the other things that I've recently learned about as well is that uh, the ability to get permanent lights on your house has gotten cheaper and cheaper these days. So there's uh, there's these things called LED string lights and they put those up on your awnings and they look fantastic. So also something for you to check out um, if you're tired of bu- rebuying LED lights like every year as I have done, then you might want to check that out. So would the permanent lights be wired in or yeah. they st- oh yeah. wow. As I see a few houses around here that have them and they do. They look very elevated, very fancy. Mm-hmm. You can be fancy. Unfancy. You can be unfancy. You just made them white. <laughs> anyway, I, just just an idea for for those of you that are tired like me of climbing up on ladders <laughs> every spring and fall. But I don't know how you remember to do all the things. Man. Well, it's easy because I remember all those things and then I forget all the important things because my brain space is already taken up. There you go. You might need to get that in writing. (laughs) Um, So leading off of that, uh, Pete, we haven't talked about this on the show before, but you and I are married. We are married. Yes. So, So in our house, Pete does a lot of those. Can we call them blue jobs? If you, if you want. I think that's an appropriate term for... Um, climbing on ladders. I like to look at the bigger picture (laughs) because that's where my brain functions best. Uh, so we're looking at doing a little bit of landscaping this year in our backyard, fixing the dog run, um, fixing the fence because our dogs have gotten a lot bigger and the fence is not tall enough. 
So <laughs> there's a story there. So one of our dogs, he's the younger one. Uh, they're they're each about eighty pounds. And this the one dog, his name is Oscar. He's he decided that he was going to visit the neighbors who have a very small dog, <laughs> and he's done so not only once but a few times now. Yeah. And he doesn't go outside without my supervision. He's visiting Anyways, the neighbors. So we visiting. need to find a solution for that. <laughs> so I'm excited that we have found a landscape designer who's going to help us like strategically put our backyard together. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm really. And prevent Oscar from yeah, visiting jumping the, fence. the neighbor. Yeah, visiting the neighbor. Um, yeah. And so in the winter, we have our ski community. We've transitioned out of that. And now we're looking at doing this backyard fix up. And hopefully we can have some outdoor summer backyard gatherings yeah all of crossed. those words maybe not in that order i agree i, I think um <laughs> but it'll you, could be do, a, you could do them all at the same time outdoor backyard summer summer all of those things people backyard community smiles all around totally yep uh the other thing i'm looking forward to this quarter um and i haven't talked about this too much on the podcast, but I'm part of an organization called JCI. And currently I'm the national president of JCI Canada. So the first quarter of this year um, has been lots of work um, putting wheels in motion and and getting things rolling on our board for this year. Um, we're looking at initiatives like booking training seminars for personal development, opportunities like debate, effective speaking, finding sponsorship for our initiatives, streamlining social media, government relations, uh, public relations, website updates, so many, so many details have been uh, stuck in my head for this first quarter. So I'm looking forward to things being a little smoother for the next six months or so. That is a lot. That is a lot of, of to-do items in your, yes, in your space. We have a, we have a big team. So it's been really fun working with, with the team and seeing um, how inspired they are to do these cool initiatives. It's all about leadership development and working together as a community and connecting. And um, so, yeah, really, I've been really been super inspired and excited by the team that I'm working with. That's my first quarter update. It's a, it's a very cool project. It's a very cool organization that you're part of. And I think it's going to be a neat year for you guys. Anybody has questions, you know where to find me. <laughs> well, and it seems to be very fulfilling for you as well. Yeah. Like it, it does bring you pure joy, yeah. right? It's, yeah. I think it's, Excellent. So what does this transition time look for look like for you, Mindy? Yes, transition is the key word. April is a big month for me. Um, so in my world, I have our home that we live in. Um, I have a place up at Silver Star, which is a local ski resort. And we have a place on the lake, which is a condo. So the house we live in, the chalet at the, at the resort, we rent as well as use it for ourselves and the place at the lake uh, is a rental. So in April, we're transitioning from our family at the chalet back to our home. So all the ski gear gets packed up, bins, bins, and more bins. And it always seems like a game of Tetris in the garage. I don't know, I'm sure you experience <laughs> yeah. this as well, totally. Pete. <laughs> game of Tetris trying to fit everything into our garage that we thought was an adequate size, but um, it's a point for me, if I ever build again, the garage will be bigger than we think we need it to be. And then, so that's sort of the mechanics of it. But then the the planning behind it is one of our rental properties is transitioning from short-term rental to a long-term rental. The other one of our properties is transitioning from a long-term rental to a short-term rental. 
both of our rental properties are fully furnished. Um, yes, we use both Airbnb and VRBO. Uh, it obviously works out well as from a financial point of view. However, it does require a ton of planning and you've got to stay on top of it. Uh, everything from linens and toilet paper to forks and spoons and dishes and and photos and cleaners and snow shovelers and the list just goes on so this year actually uh for our place up at silver star i ended up hiring i had three people working for me just to run this one one three-bedroom chalet we had a fellow that we hired to shovel snow which honestly I feel like could be an entire episode because I've learned a lot about <laughs> snow shoveling and snow removal this year. I remember stopping by your chalet and thinking, holy cow, that's impressive. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. amazing. I'm, he's, just, he's been a gift. Uh, we have a cleaner that comes in for after when my kids and I leave or uh, when we have a short-term renter checkout. And we have a hot tub guy because this summer my husband and his friends somehow got this huge hot tub down this 45 degree slope underneath our cantilevered living room. Honestly, Mindy, it is the most incredible addition. I can't, it's so cool. Think about putting the hot tub underneath the stilts. Uh, the house is on the stilts, the hot tub's underneath. It's cool. It's, yeah. <laughs> and I, I wasn't there to watch it happen, but I saw the video and I'm very grateful I wasn't there because Did they it, have to crane it in. No, no, it was three guys. They carried <laughs> it down. It the, yes. Oh straps. <laughs> Um, two by fours, a truck. Yeah, it was. Holy smokes. That could have been, you could have sold tickets to that. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I would have wanted to watch that. Like the attention, the suspense. Are they going to drop it? Yeah. Get to know your neighbors, right? Because I think we had only bought it about eight months before that. So I'm sure the neighborhood was just really thrilled with what we were doing. But yeah, so that's, that's me this month. It's, it's a big month. Um, you know, but if you do all the proper planning, get everything all laid out, then the next few months go by smoothly. So, so. I want to I want to toot Mindy's horn because I think that uh, you may undersell yourself a little bit on this, but I think Mindy is a fantastic broker in terms of looking at all the various aspects of having an investment property. She'll think about all the different things. So thank you, Mindy, for bringing all those things to light because I think a lot of people might not think of the transition time. They might not think of all the various bits and pieces that go along with it. Yeah. Awesome. But I wanted to leave, I want to leave this episode with a few other tips because I talked a little bit about bringing the Christmas lights down and I wanted to get into some of the other things. So, so I absolutely love in summertime, I love bikes and I love golf. So my typical switch over from, from winter to spring involves uh, getting the bikes back out of storage. And um, one of my tips that I wanted to give you guys is if you're going to be keeping your bikes around, uh, tip number one is don't put them in sight. So either on a deck or within view, because a lot of people uh, or thieves like to look for these things. Um, But the the other thing to do is if you are going to leave your bike in your garage or in a place where it could be accessed, then simply use a cable lock to lock your bikes together. They don't have to be locked to any one thing, but the chances are if you've got a number of bikes, it's going to be very difficult to pick up a number of bikes that are all locked together. So it's just a really easy way of of making sure that uh, thieves have a hard time to pick stuff up. So that's my number one tip. I don't know. I do that. I've never heard of anyone else doing it, but 
it seems to work for me. I like that tip. Um, cause in the summertime, my kids and I in Fernie, we bike from my grandma's place to downtown and we have four bikes to lock up. So yep. I, I like that tip. Sweet. Uh, so, and then I, I put away a lot of this, the winter thing. So I put away shovels, scrapers, sidewalk, de-icing materials, kids sleds, those kind of all get put back into storage. So either in the garage uh, when I bring out the summer stuff, so that's the bikes, uh, golf clubs, also bringing up brooms, hoses, nozzles, power washers, getting all those things ready for the, the spring and summer when we're going to use them. And then I do a lot of the actual cleaning, <laughs> the <laughs> yes. bigger cleaning jobs and the tidying. So my husband has started working in the United States this year. And after listening to all those things that you do, Pete, I'm going to make a note that he needs to be home in April. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good time. Yes. Calendar updated. Uh, uh, also fun. You mentioned golf. Yes. Um, I, I feel it is important to point out that you started watching golf tutorial videos in <laughs> January. I don't think I've actually stopped season. watching golf tutorial videos from last year. <laughs> so to be fair, not only do I watch ski videos, but I do watch golf videos. I have to admit though, if you didn't know this about me, I started golf in grade four. So I think I was about eight or nine years old. My parents had never set foot on a golf course in their life, but I saw golf for the first time when I went to the West Edmonton mall, there was a little miniature golf course in the mall. And I thought that looks fun. We had it. We had we played the, the round of mini golf and I really loved it. That day I bought a putter in the West Edmonton mall with Gosh. my own money that I'd saved because I brought it for this. I trip. don't know if there's ever been a moment that I've loved you more. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. I was, just, I was just at West Edmonton mall and that, that course is still there. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> I started watching story. golf at that point. <laughs> and within about a year I was golfing at Hillview, which is a, a par three here in Vernon. And within about another year or so I was a junior member at Vernon golf club and eventually my very first job was being a club cleaner at Vernon Golf Club. And so I love golf from a very young age and uh, just recently got back into it. Well, you, you've got your boys up there, right? You guys yes. were Yeah. My relationship with golf is dramatically different. <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa golfed, my dad golfed, my brothers golfed, both my grandpas golfed. And they're all amazing. And I, it took me until this last year when I actually got a lesson. I, I I miss the, I can't even hit the ball. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the ball. It's not as easy as you think, man. It's not. <laughs> Anyways. No, I feel very fortunate. So living in the Okanagan, we have access to beautiful golf courses during the summer and we've got beautiful ski resorts in the winter. So yeah, it feels like the Okanagan lifestyle has, has definitely been meant for me. I'm just going to add a point actually. Um, and this has happened a few times for us. So my husband and I moved from the Yukon to the Okanagan in 2009. Uh, obviously in the Yukon, your seasons are very specific. Winter is winter. Summer is summer. Spring is spring. Fall is fall. Uh, albeit winter tends to feel like the longest season of the year. When we moved down to the Okanagan, uh, my husband, and it's typically in April, he's had days where in one day he has snowboarded, golfed, and wake surfed in the same day. 
Isn't that incredible? Like you, everything is so close. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That would just, take a lot of planning. Well, they, and they don't, but this is the thing is like, he's not a planner. He just, he's a he doer. Just does. So he yeah. wakes up, he does the one thing, goes to the next thing, goes to the next thing and okay. it's done. And it's okay. just like, wow, how, so how amazing is that? <laughs> he, he needed to be around. So a, a number of years ago, there was an event in Kelowna that was called the Ski to Sea. And this is back from my multi-sport days, but it would actually start way up on Big White and through a process of cross-country skiing, then downhill skiing, then road... No, then there was... I think it was mountain biking, then road biking, then running, and then paddling. And I don't know if the paddling was actually... I think it might have been a canoe, might have been a kayak. I can't remember. But it was a process of... of a, it was either a team event or a, a single person event. But you'd essentially go from the top of Big White all the way down to Okanagan Lake. And that's, that's pretty much de- descriptive of the Okanagan lifestyle. Yeah, totally. Stop at a winery on the way, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be popping up everywhere. Oh. So lots of tips, lots of interesting things. Thank you, Mindy, for, for telling us about the transition. Yeah, it's happening. For sure. Segway to summer. It's coming. Woo-hoo. It's going to be a fun Next three to six months, I think, in business and in in volunteer and in uh, seasonal transitions. This is The Mortgage Life. We look forward to continuing the conversation. So come back and listen. 